0: Welcome to the latest episode of Platform. Today we're going to be speaking to Jeff Dallinus. Jeff came up in the era of roller news where skaters basically made a name for themselves posting online edits and because it was such a popular site it would lead to skaters getting you know quite renowned and picking up sponsors and it was the first era in rollerblading where skaters were kind of able to take charge in that way and getting on companies and things like that because before that they would either have to be noticed at competitions or they'd have to send out sponsor me tapes and you know it could make the process quite long this kind of quickened it up and gave a gauge of how the public viewed that particular skater so the the companies had an idea of how popular or how well received they would be you know before even getting them on the team and you know jeff Absolutely killed it in that era alongside skaters like Austin Paz and John Bellino and David Sizemore, who all just made a name for themselves, just putting out fantastic online sections and led to all of them being sponsored in various capacities. Jeff basically became known for absolutely killing it on handrails, doing really technical things and just great switch-ups. He also became known as the guy that could just do massive kinked rails, especially kinked drop rails. In fact, I want to talk to him about a couple of them today because, yeah, some of them are just nuts. There's one in Vermont that curves and drops, and I think the first time... He broke his hand on it or broke his wrist and then the second time he went back i think he broke it again but still kept skating it and landing it and there's a really famous viral clip of him doing i think it's a triple or a quadruple kink that drops off what looks like the side of a motorway and it is just absolutely huge it could even be the same or a similar height to the one that carlos bianowski does It could even be a similar height to the one that Carlos Pianowski does in VG, in his VG section. But it's kind of tough to tell on video because perspective's a little bit off if you're not really there in person. Jeff skated for Rollerblade for a while and I'm not entirely sure what happened, but at some point he joined USD and he skated for the brand for quite a few years. He even got a pro skate. um, And then at various points he was demoted from the pro team. Uh, He, yeah... He was taken off the pro team for a while, then put back on, then he got a pro skate and then he became an ambassador. So it was just a kind of really weird turn of events. And I don't, I can't really think of any other skater that that's happened to where they've just been moved down on the team that they've been on. But yeah, very strange what ask him about that. Recently he joined Trigger Skates. Trigger is a brand based out of France and he's just about to get his first pro skate with the brand. In fact I think it should be dropping this month at some point and I know he's working on a promo for that. I also want to talk to him about just some of the controversies he's had over the years. I know that Adam Johnson was not a big fan of Jeff and actually kind of quite publicly attacked him on social media about a year or two ago and Jeff has been quite vocal about not being happy about the current state of blading or the type of blading that's most popular at the minute so just want to speak to him about that and find out exactly what he means and what his issue is with it and what he would like to see more of basically loads to talk about um I've interviewed Jeff before and he was nice enough so I'm looking forward to speaking to him again before that though Hear the music.
1: Holy there we shit, go figure it out <laughs> that was difficult dude and i like got lucky
0: that's quite funny because the exact same thing happened to Eric ring uh, he was yeah. the last person we had on and he was just like man i've got this on my phone and i don't know how to work it
1: <laughs> i had no clue i've actually never done this before
0: you never used uh, zoom during lockdown
1: no i mean i work in a casino it was just closed the whole time
0: right okay yeah. but like I don't know, with like friends or family or anything? You guys never had, I don't know, like Zoom meetings or Zoom quizzes or anything like that?
1: No, I mean, no. I I think even like uh, my stepkid didn't even have, I asked her, I was like, did you use it for school? And she's like, no, we use like Google, something with Google, it wasn't Zoom. I was like, Jesus. So I thought it might already be on the computer, but it isn't. All
0: right, you—that right. you, was like the COVID generational thing. Like everyone, everyone had could relate to having all these like Zoom meetings and Zoom quizzes where you know someone would be on mute yeah. and wouldn't realize, or someone wasn't interested, or there was like a whole like meme generation out of this that has just completely passed you by.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm old. I'm officially old. <laughs> how you doing? Good, man. How you been?
0: I'm all right. How was uh? How was it called? King of the North.
1: Yeah, King of the North, yep.
0: How was how was that at the weekend?
1: It was good. It was um it was small. It was like a it was pretty much just like local session pretty much like all the people from the Boston, Rhode Island, maybe New Hampshire, maybe a few from Maine came out. So more like a session with friends. So it was a pretty good time.
0: Okay. Boston, there that sounds like a lot of a lot of accents and attitude flying around. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, a little bit.
0: Right. Okay. Um. That kink reel you can grinded looked absolutely disgusting.
1: Yeah, you know it's funny we used to session that anyways back in the day. Like that was just like normal skating back in the day.
0: Okay. I mean, like it's like a it's like a late nineties, early two thousand spot. But yeah. It, it still yeah. doesn't change the fact it's disgusting.
1: No, I went back there and I was like, Jesus, we used to skate this for fun. Why?
0: No, and and it doesn't. Yeah. There's no. There's no landing.
1: Yeah, no, no. It's got a little pad, like maybe like eight feet.
0: Um, okay. Yeah. If if we want to call that a landing, fair enough. Um. You so you mentioned that did you say you were in hospital and that's why you couldn't do the meeting earlier in the week?
1: No, 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 not me. Family member, or my girlfriend, right, okay. but everything's good. We're good. Everything's right. good.
0: So that's that's yeah. nothing to worry about
1: no nothing to worry about just a little scared but everything's good yeah
0: fair enough uh i hear congratulations are in order on two fronts because one you've got a kid on the way
1: yeah pretty soon like 20 days or less yikes
0: yeah that's getting real then that's yeah you're starting to get scared worried excited nervous
1: no excited excited i can't wait okay all right
0: yeah We'll, we'll see we'll see what that excitement manifests itself into when you. <laughs> yeah
1: listen yes, i've been told
0: <laughs> see see those bags under your eyes right now yeah
1: they're they're about yeah. to they're about yeah. to double quite quite extensively yeah yeah <laughs> this weekend was practice i went like 40 hours no sleep so i was like 48 hours no sleep so i was like yeah Yet. i'm ready right <laughs> yeah. okay yeah
0: it's uh it's it's a roller coaster, but it's 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 worth yeah. it. I'll 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 vouch for that. Yeah. Plus you've got a, you've got a, with having a step kid, you've got like a tiny insight into. it, But it's 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 different when yeah. it's when it's Except like she's
1: she's ten, so she's like pretty self sufficient at this point. So
0: yeah, that's what I mean. There's there's a big difference yeah. when when they're able to you know look after themselves as compared to yeah. when they're not able to do anything and they're not able yeah. to tell you what they want or need or, right. or why they're pissed off. Right so yeah it's it's a steep learning curve but I'm, I'm sure you'll be fine um other congratulations for pro skate coming out this month
1: yeah it should it should have been out last month but there was a holdback due to covid and i'm pretty sure they're shipped out on august 7th to france and then we get them here like maybe a week later they're going to airship them to me okay and then i'll i'll handle uh the distribution to like the shops that bought them here and uh I sold them through my own site too a little bit. So I, I'm gonna personally send out skates to people myself.
0: Oh, all right. That that sounds like hassle.
1: It's gonna be a hassle. Yeah, perfect timing, right? When the kid's being born too. Yeah, and it won't be busy enough.
0: And people just sending you messages constantly being like, Where's my skates? Why am I have solved them have arrived. They're in the country. Why don't I have them yet? Da, 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 yeah. da, da, da. Oh no. Honestly,
1: people have been pretty understanding about it this right. i think everyone's so used to that with covid right now like setback and everything being pre-ordered every, everything i mean i don't know about over there but over here like everything's out of stock
0: yeah yeah everything yeah. but i i just saw i saw when frankie like ended somehow ended up in hospital for what was it some kind of like surgery or something that went wrong and he had to go back in and then people are just messaging him going where are my skates i want my skates send me yeah and like it's like he's updating his instagram from a hospital bed and you're like send me skates i I don't think he can i think he's a little bit preoccupied yeah yeah um yeah so the trigger thing was a bit random how did you end up on there because obviously they're based in france
1: um just geez like maybe like late 2019 usd was kind of like on the point like we're you know i'm kind of old i was just like i already had my cross skate with usd and i was just like a like a flow like just give me skates like whatever and then they get to the point where like, we can't afford to send you skates anymore like, at that time period i guess like skating was pretty low or whatever and uh i was like all right whatever at that rate so i just reached out to trigger just being like hey i'll try out your skates not any i didn't want anything with trigger i just wanted to try out their skates i'm like oh yeah we'll send you up here and they sent me up here i tried them out skated them and i was like ah oh, they're pretty good and you know they, a little like work but they're they're good they skate great and then i continue to skate them throughout like when covid first started and they said they got like a bunch of sales in the us and they offered me a pro skate as soon as i started skating them they're like they didn't have very many sales i think in the us at that time period and okay. they're like wow do you want to pro skate and i was like of course
0: <laughs> yeah i don't think i've seen many people in the states skating them
1: no not i've never seen anyone before this it's just strictly europe i assume
0: right so what yeah. did they what did they so you said they need the little work what does that mean
1: um the skates always skated good but as far as how comfortable they were especially like the break-in period was very long it took me like a good amount of sessions before my feet were good on the beat skate but like i really like the way they skated but um so i just i thought that liner was too thick and like the tongue was very thick on that skate and just like just re- we reworked it and like for my skate like all the things that i thought would tweak the skate would make it better and then like i got the sample and it came out like exactly how i wanted it to so i was pretty stoked
0: right all oh, right so right so you've got the liner chain because it's not a removable liner is it
1: no no No, it's not um then they skate very similar to like a usd carbon free or something and that's where i was coming from so it was an easy transition but it was just like pressure points that and like just my feet i don't know but that like it yeah. like bothered me for a time period but like it did break in it just took like longer than a typical skate I mean that's that's
0: fine when you're a kid and you've got all the time in the world to skate a pair of skates but when you're older and got you know jobs and responsibilities and stuff you're like I I don't I don't have the time to be you know messing about with this I need I need these to start working pretty quick
1: yeah it needs to come out of the box and be like these feel great yeah (laughs)
0: yeah i'm bit, like over the last like 10 years if i try a product and i'm not like i'm not comfortable in it by the end of the day i'm like there's something wrong with this 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 one's yeah. this one's not working for me yeah, yeah so i can i can appreciate that fine whereas yeah when you're a kid like you literally tolerate skates making your feet bleed for like weeks, oh yeah. Just going, ah, yeah it'll work itself out
1: <laughs>
0: yeah yeah um so You mentioned USD, and you're still listed on the USD website as an ambassador. Because I checked, I actually
1: actually asked them to take me off. I was like, "That's confusing for people." Yeah. I I reached out to Matthias. Matthias and I are cool. He's a good dude, Um, and he mentioned that he was going to take it off. That's weird. I didn't look back at that to check with that. Yeah. But yeah, it's funny. I was like, "Yeah, I'm kind of having a pro skateboard trigger." So if you could take off my name on your site, because people probably still think I'm affiliated with you, which is whatever, but. that's funny i didn't know that
0: it's so weird yeah i checked out because uh i was like all right just check a couple of sections make sure i've got my facts right and then ended up looking the site and yeah there's a picture you're doing now at like fish brain, and then like a couple of photos of you and i'm like this is why this is yeah years. that's a long time ago yeah that's like is... 2000
1: and god 11 12 i don't even know 11 12 13 11 yeah i think 11 jesus it's a long time yeah. ago 10 yeah. years
0: <laughs> so the last time we spoke it was just before your vod came out i'm pretty sure the pro skate just came out it was around about that yep. time and you told me before that you'd been moved down from pro to something else
1: to ambassador pro at that point in time or like yeah
0: but then you get moved back up to pro and that's when you got the skate
1: that happened yeah that happened so i originally started in usd as pro in 2009 and then was Demoted to AM, but I was a paid AM, which I don't know if they pay their AMs, and then re-promoted to pro, and then back demoted down. So
0: it just seems like a very like, in in what capacity does that happen in any other job? Like, see if see if you get a job and you get a promotion, and then they're like, oh, we don't really think this is working out. Like, they don't just move you back down. Like, they usually just get rid of you. It's so weird to like move someone about like that and and for it to happen more than once i can't think of another skater that's happened to on a team
1: i mean when it, it just, it's it's been the same story every time with usd uh matthias is pretty i think it's influenced by the other writers and people's words where i'm not very uh I'm not friends with anyone really like i'm not in with the other pros. <laughs> you know what i mean like i'm in rhode island i'm not friends with anyone really realistically i mean I, i'm friends with people locally in rhode island and stuff and i'm acquaintances with all these people but I, I was told uh, originally when I got demoted, it was like a group team effort where they're like, ah, Jeff hasn't put in the time and effort the same amount as like Dominic Zagana at the time and Billy O'Neill and the Kelsos. And I was voted on their on their behalf to be demoted to AM. Right. And Matias yeah. agreed. I think, I mean, I guess when he has like five people saying this all to him, he's like, okay, then we'll just do what you want to do. And that's what they did. And then all those guys ended up not skiing for USD and I was still in USD. And then they re-promoted me to pro when they were gone so that's and that's when i got my skate.
0: oh so that's kind of weird because around that time dom kept having the, a broken hand and kept being injured and basically didn't skate for i'm gonna say like the majority of the last two or three years that he was pro for usd yeah like he was hurt a
1: lot yeah yeah i remember that. yeah when i was on uh, well dom was uh i think it was like my first gun. He was like team manager right but they like switched team manager, then Billy was team manager, and then Demetrius was team manager. It was like it always, it's always changing.
0: That that did seem like a bit of a mess because if you don't yeah. have a regular contact that's constant over a long period yeah. of time, no one really knows where they stand because every new person that comes in is going to want to yeah. do something slightly different. And you're like, yeah. 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 There's remember- even
1: Mark Cortez was one too at one point in time. Yeah, there was a ton of them while we were there. Yeah, i mean mark, i was with him for a long time but yeah
0: yeah i remember when mark rejoined very briefly and seemed to just yeah. piss off every skater that he came into contact with yeah and left oh, again
1: yeah. yeah he came in like he was just gonna run shit and just be like it's my way or the highway <laughs> yeah and everyone was like okay highway later
0: yeah i remember damien wilson being particularly unimpressed with mark's mm-hmm. uh, venture mm-hmm. back into aggressive skating i'm sure ollie yeah. bennett was even the team manager at one point
1: it was actually because i went to, and did that uh in for the Kill Tour, which is like Barcelona and France, and then we went to England, and then we went to Russia and all that stuff. And that's when he, Ali Bennett was like the European, I think, t- team manager, and Billy was the American one at that time period.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. So you said you weren't friends with any of these people, but I know for a fact, I'm, Billy, Billy O'Neill stayed at your house
1: and hasn't Montreal. Oh no, Billy. O'Ne- I'm friends with Billy. I'm friends right. with Billy for sure. He's a good dude. I and mean, all of them. I'm not. I don't have any grudges to any of them. I'm just saying, like, I don't call them up on like a tuesday and talk about how their day was you know what i mean like i don't really know them
0: I, I mean i'm not i'm not sure many of the guys on the team do that with each other but
1: i don't know demetrius will call me from time to time still now that he's back in the scene just like bullshit and stuff and he'll message me but me okay. and demetrius were always pretty tight like i'd stay at his house a lot when he was manager and just skate with him in cali
0: right yeah so but, did you ever find out who voted you down
1: realistically no and I, I actually think that was the same situation with the current um when i just now when i got the skates like when they're like we can't afford to give you skates i think that was like a group effort being like let's not give jeff skates anymore like and Matthias was like whatever you guys want to do i haven't I, I talked to Matthias about it and he kind of hinted that that's what was happening. and he's like i'm sorry you've always been a great skater and i really wish i didn't listen to other people I sh- you deserve more that's actually how it ended okay and that was like later because i was really confused because i was like oh you can't afford to send me skates and i look at their roster of all the people they're giving skates i'm like that's a lot of people you're giving skates to I'm like, you really couldn't afford to send me a pair of skates yeah that's
0: kind of a weird one also yeah yeah throughout that period it's not like you didn't put out a lot of content for like i was just looking through it on youtube and you put out a ton of skate promos yeah. for usd over the years so yeah
1: I mean, I did get to the point where I was really busy with work, and every I had my hands full on multiple projects at the time. And skating was more, it it still is more like a hobby and like an outlet to escape reality, of real work, and just like more for physical physical fitness at this point. Where I'm like, I just want to get out and do something to be active. You know, it's a nice day. Yeah. And I mean, it was. Now I'm trying to take it a little more serious. But um, and I think during that time period, is they maybe they didn't see my focus being on rollerblading so they were just like eh he's doing other things like see you later
0: yeah i could i could definitely understand that in recent years given that obviously you know you aren't skating as much or you're not putting out as much content but like back back when you mentioned like you first got demoted i was like really like
1: Cause, yeah, I was. Yeah, that was my life. Skating was my life at that point in time. Like that's all I was doing. Yeah, yeah
0: I was like, he's kind of on a tear. He's making all this stuff with Nick. Oh God, is it Piskiotta? Is that how you say Pisciotta? his
1: second yeah, name? Yeah, yeah. sure
0: Yeah, and like the occasional thing with Sam DeAngelis And I was like, it's not like yeah. he's not putting out work. And yeah. it seemed like team riders were coming out. Like, because Montre came to visit at one point, didn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah. I would. Sk- I'm pretty good friends with Montre. We'd skate a lot with Nick because Nick would film all of our stuff, and uh, we'd stay at Nick's house. And Maryland is just like the mecca for skating has the best spots so that's where nick lives and we'd all go out there and get clips
0: right yeah. so yeah i can i can get it in recent years because they'll be like oh the content slowed down he's maybe not as focused on it but yeah back yeah. then it did that seemed like an it seemed like yeah. it might not just be down to skating that might be
1: yeah. yeah a little bit of that but also at that time period i mean i think there, there wasn't as much money to go around and it was it was it was pretty uh thinly spread out you know what i mean like everyone was fighting for the little bit we were getting back then and yeah i feel like i mean even if you look at it then it was like it was good money for when you were a kid but you're like ah you can't live off of that salary anyways eventually it had to go to the route where we actually got real jobs anyways
0: yeah. Yeah. oh yeah yeah that's and i mean how certain people have managed to keep making it work is a complete mystery to me like people like i don't know low and stuff like that they must have a side hustle that people are not aware of because that's that's not just skate money that's that's funding. yeah
1: i don't know if it's still the same like that it seems like there might be a little bit of money right now for people to make it just seems that way i'm not too sure
0: i don't imagine just for being a skater like the people that i do know that are managing to live off skating are doing other jobs for the company like people like sam crofts are doing you know they're doing like team manager uk distribution things like that. it's right. not, it's not right. just skating and from what i understand the skating isn't bringing in like the large portion of that salary Like right the Majority of it's coming from doing like an actual job for them right
1: yeah yeah i know you, you used to always have that anyways like people would work for them actually like Again. actually do other work for them and that's how they would get paid but um yeah i'm not too sure i really don't know
0: um Plus the last time I spoke to you, you were, yeah, you were working a casino as a dealer and driving around basically a drug dealer's car. So it's not like you didn't have the income coming in anyway. What were you driving? Like, what was it like a Mercedes or something?
1: Uh, it was a BMW. Actually BMW, it wasn't that wasn't expensive go. of a car, but it was, okay. uh, I, um, yeah, I worked at a really good casino. It was like one of the higher paid casinos on the East coast. And it was, it was just starting now. And I worked at a larger casino before that and then moved to one in my local state because i was traveling to the other state to work in connecticut and then one opened up pretty close to my house like 12 minutes away and i ended up working there from day one i've been there for like yeah, i don't even know like eight years now so yeah that was that was like right when i first started working there and i was like my first like real full-time good job <laughs> at the time period so yeah
0: i mean but i was you- also
1: like bought a multi-family house when i was younger so i was living rent free so i was like i'll just buy whatever car i want (laughs) you know it's like the first thing anyone does when they get money they're like oh i'll just buy whatever car i want
0: right that's what i was gonna ask about because i thought at one point it shifted because i was under the impression you were now i don't know renovating houses or doing up and selling houses or
1: I, i was yeah i did do that um i still actively look to do that um And uh, yeah, I I bought and sold a few houses, flipped, uh, did rental properties for like seven years before I sold and when the market increased and the market's crazy now, but yeah, I did do that. uh, Like five houses now. Yeah.
0: Were you doing that as well as working at the casino?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I would work full-time at the casino, leave work and put on my uh, construction clothes and start knocking down walls and fixing houses. Yeah. That,
0: That sounds like it doesn't leave a lot of free time for anything.
1: No. Um, I've the last flip I did was in 2019. I did it in like two months and like a month and a half. And I just worked every day, like 17 hours a day, just okay. real quick. Yeah. It's like standard. Did you, did you just
0: wing it and learn this stuff on the job or what?
1: No. Um, so my brother bought a multifamily, like when I was 16 and he had taught me like drywall, all the basic stuff. And I just learned it over the years and a little bit of YouTube and just kind of, Yeah, pretty much winged it, I guess, and figured it out. (laughs) I mean, I I do subcontract some work to people, you know, like that I can't handle, like putting countertops in and uh, just certain things, even painting and stuff like that. There's just too much to do when I was doing it, but yeah
0: so if all that was coming in and you were living comfortably off that why were you even like stressing about the pro skater thing because you must have been like this is not like you you can keep your two or three hundred dollars a month i don't care
1: i didn't i didn't i was i was done that after i got the pro skater i was just focusing on making a living elsewhere but skating for fun i always skate i just love skating i like i said with trigger i was my intentions to get a pro skate wasn't that that wasn't my intentions it just happened um and I was just like, sure, like we can do it. And like I I think having that is makes rollblade more fun. when I'm like, oh, I gotta get like clips and promote this, it makes it fun for me. Like I feel like a kid again.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a, a target or a goal or like yeah, you've yeah. set yourself a kind of challenge being like, Oh, I need to yeah. do this project. Yeah, I get yeah. that. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um before trigger and USD, you were on rollerblade, right? How, how did that come about? Because I always remember you as the guy that, like, I think of you as one of the, like, roller news era skaters, like the people that yeah, came yeah, up yeah. on that. And I always think yeah. of skaters like you and Bellino and Austin Paz and stuff like that. Because people used to put out edits, and you could quickly tell whether they were going to be embraced by the Bladen public or not, because they would put it out, and some of them would get absolutely... Savaged. They would get destroyed. Yeah. They would pick apart their clothes, their arm movement, their yeah, hairstyle, yeah. their everything. And then some, it would be a mixed bag. Some would be like, "Oh, like some people are like, oh, I dig his style," or da 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 da. And our people would be like, nah, no, fuck that guy." And people would be brutal about it because they could be anonymous and they could just yes. they could say the most horrible personal yep.
1: shit. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. But you didn't seem
0: to get. As much of that as mo- I think because you skated quite big stuff and you were tech. I remember like your, what was it, Ion on eye or whatever it was? The yeah, one-
1: yeah, eyes on our eye. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That were like the, the half cab all to 450 back rail down the kink. I mean, it's kind of hard to talk shit on that because it's tech, it's burly as hell, and you stomped it. It's not like it was sketchy and you just like luckily landed it. like. Yeah, we landed it. I crouched, Royale I remember physically. landing
1: that and be like, "Wow, that worked out too easily like, for how hard that is." <laughs> so, like, "I was super over Jesus." Yeah, that's one of my favorite tricks, I've ever done, and that's a long time ago too.
0: Um, I mean, there's there's been quite a few I can think of, but yeah, that that one definitely stands out in my mind. But yeah, to come up in that kind of that because that was the first that was the first era of bladers like getting on like that, like getting on companies because before. Yeah they would have to go by traditional methods of like either knowing someone or doing well at a competition or right. like sending in sponsor takes. But that cut out the middleman because the company can instantly tell whether you're going to be liked or not. They can tell whether you're going to be popular right. before they even send you like a single box. Yeah. So how did you get on Rollerblade and what was that like?
1: Um, I got on rollerblade through, I think, remember they used to do RFCC tours where they yeah. tour like all the skate parks. And then like, what's his name? Corey Miller was the manager of rollerblades at the time period. And they came to like the local skate park and I was skating rollerblades and I skated during their like little tour demo thing. And I skated really good. And they just like gave me, he gave me his email. And was like, oh, hit me up if you want skates. And that's how I got skates back then. And that's, that's right around that time period too, like right before roller news and stuff. Right. And I was, they were like flowing me skates or whatever at that time period. And, uh, I think I just, just stuck with just being on flow and email them. And then the roller news stuff kind of blew up. And then they like, I don't know who was the manager at the time period, but like, I think it was just Corey. And then like, we, they put me on like their national team or something. It wasn't even like called pro back then because they got, that's when they got rid of like everyone. Remember when like, yeah, there was yeah, no longer that. Yeah. anyone. And then they, they needed like a new pro team. And that was like, they were just taking like random people that like they never even heard of before and I was like I was like one of them <laughs> like at that time period. It was like maybe a few years later, like when I was yeah probably around when I was 20. That's when that happened.
0: Was this around Which the time long- they started doing like the like the TRS like solo series thing with like Sizemore and Julian Ba that or was that or if I got um it was right like...
1: before that. I right, was on okay. it before they were right, right before David was on and right before Julian was on. And that was that was time Tom Heiser was the manager then yeah. it was Richie Velasquez was, was became the next manager, I think. And that's, yeah, I, honestly, it's so long ago. I don't, oops, I got a phone call. It's spam. Hold on. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. spam yeah. Call. Uh But um, I don't really remember like the exact details, but yeah. And I just like toured. not even like toured. I was with them and like, you know, did little tours with like Richie, I think for a, t- a while. And then Tom got on as manager, then a year, like a year later or something, or a few years later. And then he kicked me off or didn't resign my contract.
0: I was about to say, so what did you do to piss Tom off?
1: <laughs> uh, honestly, why do I do to piss? Um, that's the thing. Like I think a uh, just a very unlikable guy. But no, um, I he had Skatepile at the time, and I skated for skate Pile, and skate Pile was going under. And Agresimal asked me before it went under if I wanted to skate for them, and I switched. While he was the the manager of rollerblade and I think that pissed him off, even that's- though SkatePy was already known to be going under. Yeah. But yeah, it like pissed. I don't know. I actually don't know if that's the actual reason or he just didn't see me as the image they wanted because that's what he told me.
0: Okay. I don't know.
1: It was so long ago. I don't even care because I was pissed too, because USD asked me to skate for them and they offered me money and it was more than rollerblade was paying me like 250 a month, and it was more money, and I said no to um usd to stay with rollerblade and i it like prolonged that like i eventually ended up with usd anyways and i was right. like damn yeah and i didn't like the image of Rollerblade anyways I'm like it gave me like a nerdy image so you know what i mean
0: around that time it, it wasn't even like it had a bad image it just had no image it was it, yeah. like because af, after that they had kind of such a strong like presence with like they had people like i don't know like farmer and then they'd like frankie morales and they had that whole like i remember they had like the two-page advert with like everyone on the team and it just looked like this massive gang basically with like santiago and stuff like that yeah and then after they got rid of that everyone was just like man rollerblade fucking suck and then it kind of of felt like anyone that got on the team was like cursed or tarnished with that brush because people used to give sizemore a lot of shit oh
1: yeah oh yeah a ton of shit yeah people forget about that he's cool now but back in the day people used to really hate him
0: and it wasn't like he wasn't always amazing like he was always that good. he He was was always incredible but they used to rag him really hard yeah yeah i remember that very well um i mean he didn't help matters with the clothing choices but yeah like they they, they used to give him a tough time and yeah yeah he was
1: yeah he used to wear like bright orange pants and do like Zero spin backflip said, like off the ramp and stuff. I remember with his helmet on when before that, like wearing a helmet was like, oh, you're not cool if you wear a helmet.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was, yeah, there was, there was a lot of, a lot of weird stuff. He turned it around when the WRS uploaded thing came on. And then oh just, God, as soon as yeah, he decided yeah. to dress in all black, everyone's like, oh, he does amazing tricks. And it was like, no, he yeah. always fucking did that. You just couldn't yeah. look past what he had on. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so, how did you end up getting on USD then after the whole rollerblade thing? Like, did you approach them and be like, I can skate for you now? Or
1: basically, yeah. Right. Yeah. I just like reached out to them. I think I reached out to a few other companies beforehand and like at the time, like, like NIM was a thing. And I reached out to them and they are like, You should probably hit up USD. And I was like, You know what? I probably should. And <laughs> I like when I thought about it and I, I ended up skating. They were like, Yeah, cool. Here you go. Like, instantly, like, it was like they wanted, I, Ali Bennett asked me, like, years before that or like a year before that and i was like i think i just went right back to Bennett. i was like hey i can skate for you guys now and he's like okay cool we'll send you some skates
0: oh imagine what it would have been like if you ended up skating for nim instead that would have been just like yeah. the strangest fit like i remember yeah. thinking it was weird when Montre joined nim i was like this has, this guy does not like this guy's aesthetic is completely different to everyone else in the yeah. team and then gradually it changed like towards that but you being on it that that would have been strange that would have been a weird yeah. look
1: yeah no I'm, I'm really glad i went with usd at the time Just, i mean honestly usd at the time they didn't have carbons though yet so i was like skating the classic thrones it was right before the it was deshi carbons came out first right before, yeah
0: yeah and i was
1: like i wasn't really a fan of the classic throne i know people like them but i was like nah, i don't like them
0: okay i yeah. would, but I would then have preferred them out i was
1: like what's right. that
0: I'd have preferred the throne to the Deshi. Deshi were like the heaviest, the heaviest skates on earth, but yet offered no support. I'm like, how can you make a skate that heavy that that's Well, your that's ankle?
1: when they made the carbon, the carbon skate that they have now. That was the first one they ever made. It came out right as soon as I got on, like 2009. So right, you're talking about like the,
0: the, the was that would have been like the Kelso one then, right? The Colin Kelso one, or
1: I don't, I just thought it was called the Deshi Carbon. I don't even know. I remember when that. it first I'm, came out? And I thought that was it. Um, and I remember skating them and like, "Wow, these skates are super light, actually."
0: Oh, I was talking about like the dashi dashi, like no, like the, the old. those. Yeah, no, I never. Skated, was, yeah, they, no, I never skated, they were that. awful.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no, never skated those. I never had a desire to skate those either. Um, yeah,
0: me neither. Me, like, yeah, I, I tried them on. I tried a friend's on. That was enough. I was like, no, yeah. <laughs> this is not a good yeah. idea. Um. So you like you've mentioned it like a bunch of times already that you know. You, you just didn't you feel that like you didn't have that many friends in the industry or like you didn't get along with people that well in in the videos of that era the jeff Downes that we see comes across as and i don't know whether it's just because like you're always landing these tricks and like you're pumped and you're excited but yeah. the video intros that your friends make or like like you screaming into the camera or being just cocky as hell
1: like yeah I've not come across that. well Yes, I, I know I rub people the wrong way. And I think what happened too is as I knew that happened, I continued that image more and more and more when I was younger, not now. Now I'm like, oh man, that was not the smart smartest move. And I continued that image forever because I started being like, I know what annoys people that I post and things I do that I continue to do it. Yeah, which if you know me, most people are like, that's funny because he's really not like that. But in the, most of the people that are like have a grudge with me don't even know me at all, like at all. It's pretty funny. But right, I can see where it comes from. I, I can. I can sympathize with those people.
0: Because cause Billy used to have the same thing. Like, Billy used to be really cocky on the camera and yeah. be, like, the, the stereotypical, like, New York kid. Yeah. And it, it worked for him. It seemed to work in his favor, but it, it worked completely against you because that was, like, yeah. the main thing people used to comment underneath the video is being, like, he seems yeah. like a dick. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. I'll still get it I think from time to time and I'm like geez I'm just trying to skate guys I want nothing to do with any of that did but
0: that yeah. like ever did people ever come up to you in comps and be like oh like think you're the shit they are like or, or they start talking to you and be like oh you're actually all right like you're a nice I, I have a I've I, had,
1: had people that are like the shit talker online they're like hey listen I'm that guy that was talking shit about you I'm really sorry like let's be friends and I'm like yeah whatever like honestly dude I don't I don't even know who you are, but it's fine. Like, like I don't really take any offense to any of that stuff said online. I was like, I don't have time for it. Like, I just don't even remember half the shit. I'm just like, right. But yeah, there was a time period where I was pretty hated. Yeah. Because, yeah,
0: I've I've been on the receiving end as well. Obviously, from running the magazine for like over ten years, and more often than not, you will see the person at an event, like I don't know Winter Clash or whatever, and they'll just yeah. do the like they'll make eye contact with you and then have the eyes in the floor. But the yeah. people that really want to go for it they'll, they'll wait till you're in a bar and you're like i don't know a little bit drunk and vulnerable or whatever and then they'll come up to you and want to start some shit, and you're like cool you want to fight and now that like and it's yeah that it, it can be properly intimidating
1: i've never had that honestly i've never had that never i mean no one's ever like in person had a problem with me and, and realistically speaking like i say like i don't have Friends in the industry but i don't have problems with any single person you know what i mean like if i see any of these people that I'm not sure i honestly normally like hey how's it going what's up you know it's not like a i don't i don't have any confrontation with anyone i mean i know there's people out there that definitely don't like me um, definitely don't like me i'm pretty sure like can't think of a few but like michael broad probably hates me um why michael uh, broad yeah yeah I I made some jokes that aren't politically correct. And I was before I knew that that was a big deal. And, uh, yeah, he, he really went, he really went crazy on me. And I just kind of was like, I don't even know what you're mad about, dude. Like, I didn't understand it at that time. It feels like new, that was like the new thing, but now it's like so common. It's like, Oh, whatever. But no, I have no grudges with him either, but yeah, I don't, I really can't think of too many people, but I know he was one of them. Um, Adam Johnson has called me out.
0: I was about to say i remember adam went in on yeah. you hard like a couple of years ago Yeah, and posted a lot of stuff but i do also remember that you called something gay and i remember thinking i don't really i
1: said like- i don't skate like a f star 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 at the time when someone was being someone was attacking me and at the time i'm mean, in the in the term that i meant that it was basically saying i'll skate like a bitch i'm like I, I don't i'm not trying to be like homophobic here i just meant I, I don't know but i was being attacked and i was like i don't know is the point of insulting someone is to make them feel like shit that was what i was trying to do not like but people got like really mad at me and i'm like i at the time period i wasn't like i was like i I didn't mean to offend anyone like that like jesus christ and then like he's trying to like make me out to be this monster and i'm like like whatever oh no whatever man i get that yeah Yeah,
0: but it's it's one of those ones you're just like there's all these words in the english language you could have just used a different word like 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 you know what, looking back at it now, or or it's the, like, yeah, like, shit,
1: I wish I didn't use that word, Jesus Christ, I didn't know that it was like that, but now I know.
0: Um, but, yeah, it, I don't think it makes, like, someone a, like, a bad person or malicious, or, yeah, right. like you said, homophobic, like, but right. it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, can put it like, down to, like ignorance or not knowing, or, but, yeah. Right. But, um. so that, but Adam's mentioned Adam mentioned in that whole tirade that he was like, I never liked that guy. Have you guys like crossed paths before or hung out? Because I know that you know the Vibrolux guys have been they've been in your city, right? They've because you've yeah. you've had you've had a clip before in a Vibrolux video or in like something that Adam Johnson and Sean was it not in like charging or something like that?
1: I don't I think it might be all like the truth stuff. That's because of Austin Paz. Not right. I don't you think have, I'm in charge like of okay. Yeah. But uh no, uh, my um uh, dealings with Adam Johnson has I've always been like friendly with the dude in the past. And uh, I think the only thing I can ever think of is he posted something. This is kind of funny uh, saying he was the Don King of rollerblading. And I said, he was the real Roy Munson of rollerblading. And Alex Brosco was his Ishmael. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie Kingpin.
0: I have right. Okay. Got you now. Right, and you take, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I was just joking and a lot of people got upset about it. And I was just like, I'm just joking, but I don't know Adam like that. So he probably took a lot of offense to it. And I was like, it was on Facebook and he got all pissed. I deleted my comment. I was like, oh, I was just kidding, dude. I didn't mean anything by it. And then that's like literally like weeks later was that thing.
0: Right. Okay. That yeah, yeah. puts it in context a little bit better. But yeah, he really, yeah. he he took a lot of time yeah. finding I was confused and...
1: too. I was like, weird. I didn't know we had any issues, but all right. Right. And he used to like always oh, like comment on my ex-girlfriend's like page all the time and say how lucky of a guy I was. Maybe that's why he didn't like me. I don't know.
0: But yeah. That's yeah. Weird and creepy, but okay.
1: Yeah, he did that for a while, for a really long time. Yeah.
0: I've heard of quite a few skaters doing that to each other, or like a skater will tell yeah. me that, you know, like another famous pro skater has been following his misses on Instagram, and then as soon as they split up, like they'll start and i'm like how do they know you've split up and
1: yeah I mean, going back god like a more than a decade ago though like this is oh, like right, old, okay. old, like not like recent at all but yeah i mean that's the only encounters i've had with adam so i don't really know i mean i might have played them in pool at like bitter cold ones or something
0: yeah right okay fair enough um i also <laughs> remember this now this might be coincidental, it might not. You can you can tell me, but the very same day that Ryan Parker released his USD introduction edit, you put up a post on Facebook going, oh, I guess we only need to skate knee high stuff now to get on Teams.
1: Yeah. Um care to
0: put some context on that?
1: No, I mean I think maybe a little bit bitter on where that might have been like the time period I'm like, I can't get I can't get skates, but like at the same time period that I felt like there may be like, it's just like a whole new era of skating. I mean, Ryan Parker's great. Honestly, he's great. His skating is great. And like, it doesn't matter. People enjoy like a certain style of skating. Not typically my, that's not my style of skating, but I don't think that. Honestly, I don't think that was related to him. They might've just been like at the same time period, but it could have been, it could have, it could have been like a refresher in my mind to see that and just be like, <laughs> huh in a travel, i guess but that wasn't a shot at ryan i was like, think okay i just I mean, thought i mean that same exact time
0: period i'm sure it was like within 24 hours i think it was even like just later the same day and i was like oh that was that was kind of yeah.
1: shots Maybe fired I- all right <laughs> but no um i don't really remember honestly because I, say- I,
0: I would be surprised also because ryan's like like we we message back and forth quite a lot and we've got a very similar sense of humor and ryan strikes me as the type of guy that would have no problem like answering back and giving you shit in return so oh
1: well, i didn't hear anything him, so i don't even know i actually used to i think i skated with him a few times back in pittsburgh back in the day like but yeah i don't it's possible i mean there there's a lot of like things in skating like that are you know, it's a lot of the style of skating now is a lot different than how I used to skate back in the day. And even now it's just it's just different. It's just like a whole new style. And I sometimes don't even I don't even know what's cool now anymore. I'm like, is this cool? It's like what's what? But I mean Ryan has really sick tricks that he just posted recently that I've seen. So I don't I really don't think it was a shot at him.
0: Isn't that just like the kind of natural progression of any sport? Like even I don't know, yeah. skateboard and BMX, like it's gonna go in waves where there's going to be a generation that just absolutely huck themselves and throw themselves off roofs and to do the biggest rails and switch ups and then there's going to be different generations that go actually like i feel like each generation rebels against the one before it so obviously we used to have and you can see it in like films as well like we used to have the whole vx thing and then everyone yep. went DSLR because they were like, wow, VX is like, really, we're not happy with the quality of the footage. We want DSLR. And then everyone's like, I hate DSLR because like it's all just tripod filming and people went back yeah. to like, so, and I feel like skating's like that as well. Like people rebel against what went before them or there's cultural changes as well. Like people get paid less and they're like, well, I don't want to hurt myself for nothing. Yeah. So is- I feel like there's a lot of variables in that. And instead of just people being like, yeah, I don't. I don't want to do scary stuff anymore. It could be people just being like, "Well, we've seen that. It's kind of sketchy." Yeah, a lot of the tricks yeah. weren't even landed properly. They were just they just survived. Like they're <laughs> no, like maybe we want to take it back and clean it up and do the fundamentals right and build it up again.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because you, I, I find it quite funny because you aren't considered a stunt skater from that era, which is quite funny. I would say you're more considered like like a traditional like technical stylish skater but you did massive gaps and huge kinks and big drop rails the problem is you had like the aragon problem where you made it look a lot safer than it was yeah
1: i i think in general that's a lot of of the skating i do but i also think that's like 20 i think i'm 26 years in now and over time you come more like robotic and then people are just like meh like he was going to land that it doesn't even look dangerous you know what i mean it's just like it kind of takes away the wow factor of it where you know like certain skaters certain skaters certain things look more dangerous than others like aragon always had that problem where you're like i don't know he was going to land it like everything he did looks super easy for him
0: so so just when you look at some of the spots you're like if he just clipped that on the way up he'd have died like but but okay
1: that's 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 funny because a lot of the i always say that when you film street edits and you look at the street edit like i know like what i didn't like what impressed people and what doesn't and like the things that impress people i'm like normally like i'm like that wasn't hard and the things that are hard for me don't impress people but they don't know like at that spot like how difficult it is just to get onto the handrail or something like you know those little like you have to gap to it and there's a crack before and the rails also like chest high like that sometimes that doesn't register on like film you know what i mean and it's just like it's, and that's why I'm like, man. I, sometimes I hate filming a street section because it's like, it doesn't get the credit it deserves, especially if you don't have good filming. You know what I mean?
0: I mean, your your last couple of edits have been filmed with one of those like 360 cams. It's pretty yeah. much impossible to get a good perspective from a 360 cam. those yeah, those do not do tricks justice.
1: Yeah, that's that's literally where I'm at. But the thing is, with a 360 cam I can hand it to anyone yeah. and just be like, here and it'll come out it comes out the quality comes out pretty much the same like it's got this the stabilizer in it so nothing shaky but like to get something to get a real good clip with like i have like a sony like little handy cam and it's good quality it's like 4k and it's just like it's super hard to get a good clip like that and like when i'm at a session half the people i'm session with are like i'm also trying to get a clip too so no one wants to film so it's like let's just just do possible so the gopro is like the easiest way to just be like i can just set it up here on tripod and get a clip or hand it off to someone and we can take turns and it's just like that's why i just that's why i've gone that route you know
0: so there's no one in your area coming up that's like keen to make videos or like film like as in they've actually taken an interest in filming because it seems like every scene anywhere even like even my local one you'll have like one or two guys that are like yeah like I'll, i've got an interest in this or like i, I love how you know just gathering footage or whatever or putting it together or editing it no there's no one like that in your local area anymore
1: not i mean no one i skate with really does it um the only like my buddy paul is a good filmer but half the time he's like uh can you hurry to land this trick so we can go fishing like his mind is elsewhere he does not want <laughs> he doesn't want to film he's like can you hurry up and be done already and it just kills the vibe i'm like oh god and that's why i'm like forget it i'd rather just do my i'd rather put it on a tripod and film myself you know what i mean right. Um uh Sam D'Angelis is not too far away. He's in New Jersey, it's like three hours from me. I believe he might come up this weekend to film. So okay. we're gonna get Yeah. So I'm looking forward to having a real like someone that's just there to film.
0: Yeah. Um that's yeah and that is one of the problems as well. When you get older, it's like people just have different priorities or they've got less time to go out skating. So that you're like, oh. Do you mind do you mind just like taking forty five minutes at your time while I completely destroy myself, try to skate this? And they're like, No. <laughs> I don't yeah no, I don't I don't want to do that and
1: dang like I don't blame my buddy Paul he works like 50 hours a week he wants to go do his thing he doesn't want to film me like why would and why would he want to like I don't blame him at all like that's fair enough <laughs> you know
0: yeah um we skip past it but I always like remember some of like the massive kink rails that you did obviously the Vermont one that you ended up driving you went what was it you broke something the first time and had to drive back or you broke I, your hand I, or your wrist or something
1: I didn't break anything. I went got X-rays, and they're like, "No, you didn't break anything, but I must have torn some like ligaments in my hand because that my hand was like destroyed for fucking months after that. Like I couldn't even use it, so it was probably worse than breaking it. But I was about um, to
0: say yeah, yeah, like yeah, messing up, you know, like uh, yeah, whatever, yeah. Like, tendons or whatever, it can end up taking longer than a break.
1: Yeah, it was really bad. I remember being like in that brace for like months and months, and just always like re-injuring it because it was this. One of those things. I didn't give it time because I kept skating. But uh I was about to
0: say because yeah. you were you are wearing the hand brace the second time you went and when you actually did yep. it.
1: Yeah, and that was like a few months later. Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: Yep. Did you break your hand the second time because you like came off the rail and no?
1: No, I didn't break it. I just i didn't even injure it. Really, I just kind of I broke the wrist guard. It, it like ripped off. Ah, my hand. right. Okay.
0: How yeah. how do you find such a like? Verm- is Vermont near you?
1: No, we were going to. um the Montreal classic and we're driving up and Burlington, Vermont is like a huge snowboard town. I think Burton snowboards is there and some right. snowboarded half of that rail. So I don't know if someone I was with knew about it and was like, oh, check out this rail. Or we stumbled across it because we stopped to get food or something, but I'm pretty sure someone had to know about it. Cause it's it like really kind of out of the way a little bit, but yeah.
0: Yeah, but yeah, because it seems like such a random location. And it's not like Google Maps was a thing then. So it's not like he was just hunting around and went, Oh, we need to go and check this out. Like that's I, that
1: I well, like Gabe Holm, I think, went to school there. And the people were friends with Gabe Holm and the dude the runs thorough. Um and uh they just knew about it and they, they took me there because they knew I like drop rail. Yeah, pretty sure yeah. Or something like that. Yeah.
0: And then the other one I think of is the what was it? is it a quadruple kink or whatever the one on the right that just goes off the i don't even it looks like it comes off a motorway or something
1: yeah it's off the highway it's a highway bridge
0: was it it was four down rails right
1: uh three it's it's double kink so it's three down yeah three
0: like what height are we talking from the top of that because i can't tell if it's perspective but it looks like it looks like a four-story building in terms of height
1: it's like a three-story building. probably thirty plus feet around that. Yeah.
0: So, why? <laughs> like, who who walks past that and goes, "That's that's a spot."
1: There used to be like a hammer list in Rhode Island. Like someone made like all these hammer spots, and like it was like, and like I remember being like trying to like check them off and like doing them all, and that was one of them. And I remember seeing that rail really like way before, and I was like, "Man, I don't know if that's possible, but one day I'm gonna try that." And then I remember the night before, I was partying with my friends, like, I'm going to do that tomorrow. And they're like, no way. I'm like, I'm going to do that. And then I just went there the next day and it literally took me hours to just work the courage to get over the drop side. Like, I think I tried right. it for two hours. And by the time I was done, my Royale was, that was like a real grippy, like galvanized rail that like ate my uh, frame up. By the time my Royale and front side grew, it was like, it was almost just completely to the boot at that point by the time I finished the Royale.
0: Right. Yeah. Did did you ever come off early on the drop side?
1: Never. At that time period, I was really good at like controlling like which side I landed on and like even my weight in a certain way. But yeah. No, not once. Never I stayed stairside the whole time. Have
0: have your parents ever seen that clip?
1: Pretty sure they have. I actually don't know. At that time period they no, not definitely not then, but by now they might have. Yeah. That's
0: what and yeah, your, your yeah. mom your mom has not slapped the shit out of you because that like Yeah,
1: like, that's pretty stupid. That rail is no longer doable. They changed it. They, I mean it's probably still doable, and now it's even higher. They may like like it must have been unsafe for her like that amount of drop with how low the rail was, and now they added a rail on top of the rail. Right. I mean,
0: yeah, it was it was barely doable back then because you're the only one that's done it as far as I can remember.
1: Yeah, I'm sure Carlos or someone like that would have done it.
0: That's what I was gonna ask. What do you think was bigger? The kink rail that Carlos does in his VG section, the one where he ends up like fight, there's this like the guy fighting at the bottom. Bottom. Um or the one you did.
1: I don't know. They're pretty his was really big and steep. It was like it was different. It was his was a single kink, but it was a longer down and steeper. It was like a really sharp kink.
0: But yours had more kinks.
1: Yeah, mine was probably taller but i don't know about more difficult cuz it was more mellow, you know what i mean?
0: Oh, God. I think there's an argument either way there. I,
1: I... I don't know. I feel like Carlos has done other rails that were huge though. Anyways, and he frontside that one that like in California that like Lyle Chevette got like killed on. Like he like he like went over and like collapsed along or something.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm sorry, I get a phone call. Sorry. Um but yeah. Did...
0: Did he, did Carlos get to the end of that one? I remember him bailing. I can't remember.
1: It's, it's made, but he bailed steerside, but I thought he did that. No, maybe he did. I don't know. That was like Fruit butter, right? I don't know. Yeah. What that was in
0: just, yeah. I, I I do know the one you mean. Yeah. Cause uh, Leo Shivak just drops from like the top.
1: <laughs> yeah. And he falls like on his back. here. Like,
0: yeah. That's, that's <laughs> horrendous. Yeah. That's one of those clips that you can feel yeah. just from watching it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, it. Yeah. yeah no way that's not, no um so yeah it's just quite funny when you look back at the stuff on that and you think how was is, was how is doing stuff like that that like that became like a viral video for a while like it it seemed like yeah. every every couple of years that would resurface yeah it's still not jeff dalness stunt skater it's like jeff dalness like like you know stylish handrail guy <laughs> yeah
1: um yeah i don't know i i thought it was i always liked bigger like hammer type tricks like that like that so i used to always kind of look for that even when i'm like if you look at my younger sections when i was like a kid i would try to do drop rails like that when that came about that was like my main focus i always liked a big drop rail but i don't know i just just i think when you're just skate like i mostly skate straight and just rails mostly so it's just like kind of like inevitable that you're gonna do tech tricks too you know what i mean
0: i mean you you say that but i've seen you stomp very big gaps as well there's i can't remember what it is whether it's i think it's one of the carbon free ones and i know like Montre gives you a high five at the end but you basically oh, yeah. gap over a rail and i was not prepared for the drop on the other side like
1: yeah 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 like that the was fish the... Eye goes
0: up and i'm like that is a long way down
1: yeah i know exactly what you want to talk about yeah that was in maryland
0: yeah that, yeah that's one, I... that's one of those ones where you've got time in the air to contemplate the land and you're like you know like yeah Oh, I've changed my mind. Oh, it's too late. I'm, I'm going. I'm going.
1: <laughs> I've never seen myself as a gap scare, but you skate with people like Montre, and you're like, the, sh-, you know, like gaps he's done is gigantic. Like, so I've always been like, oh, everything I do is kind of tiny compared to that, you know? Yeah,
0: but, yeah, but there's something wrong with him. Like his, like, uh, 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 there's something wrong with his knees. Like they don't seem to age. So, yeah. So, uh,
1: yeah. I, I, he's got like springs in them. Still, he like lands the trick, bounces up in three sixties. I'm like, it's like that. Wow.
0: Yeah. yeah i don't know what age he has now but like he's he's still misty flipping off handrails and that's just not right
1: he's a year younger than me i'm 35 so he's probably 34.
0: okay yeah. but in skate and you know skate years and regular human pedestrian years are completely different things because right. a 30 year old skater is going to have the back of like <laughs> at least a 40 year old pedestrian
1: oh yeah i'm already at that My might my destroyed especially my left knee had to wear a brace
0: it's like i'm just like oh so you've mentioned before like earlier that there's just elements of like modern skating that you don't get or like you don't enjoy watching is there any is there any modern like skating that you do get like enjoy or like people who come out with new sections in recent years and you're like oh i'm really into that
1: i think like if you look at the details like something like uh niles does i'm like he does like this he has this clip on instagram it's so sick where he does like switch soul to top acid and backslides a step then toro roll, rolls the last step if you have you seen that on his he instagram about
0: nils janssen's
1: yeah yeah
0: can't I probably have i just can't remember it what was the what did you say the trick was
1: it's just like a little curve he does like switch soul or whatever right foot sole, left foot top acid backslides a step it's like this it's like a 45 degree angle like from like right. the step, and then he like it's just really it's like i watched that clip like a thousand times to be like wait i can't even tell what happened and then he like he has like a still frame of each one and you can see like all the detail that goes into it and it's okay. crazy yeah look at his instagram account and check that out it's really sick
0: so yeah that that goes against what you've just previously said though saying that like you don't like the little <laughs> stuff or you don't get it or you don't think it's hard but then he grinds a curb and you're like that's amazing
1: i've never it's not i, I look at that and i go i would never think to do that like i would never like come across as something i would do you know what i mean and i'm like God, oh, that was really sick no i didn't say i i, I hate that skating or it's not like, It's just not my style of skating but like if other people do it and make it look cool it's cool you know what i mean
0: okay so apart from that one Nils Janssen's clip, is is there anything else that you're like into? Or
1: I mean, there's things that are out there, and I'm like, what the what was that? I'm like, I, don't, I really don't get it. But like,
0: well, um, you can't you can't just you can't just like be like as vague as that. You have to give like specific examples of stuff that you're just like, I don't okay. understand. I don't understand why anyone likes that.
1: I don't know. I look like at a lot of Danny Bear shit and I'm like, is he like in us? Is this like serious or is is this real or is he like the Borat of Rollerblend? Like where this is just a giant joke. Some of it some of his clips are like really technical and hard. And some of them I'm like, I don't even understand what's going on.
0: I think like a large portion of that is just him displaying his like sense of humor and like personality, but right. he, he leaves it in no doubt with certain tricks that he does that he is like he has elite level capabilities like he can he always throws in a trick to let you know that he's not to be messed around with
1: you can tell especially when he did like uh, some clip he does like it's like frontside two 360 frontside like rail to ledge or something in one of his edits and i'm like it's like yeah you know
0: but yeah like i I know the one you mean but it, yeah, yeah there's what was it? Is as it calls to the banker expert there's there's one where yeah there's a lot of like the kind of like mess around skating that you mentioned but then at the end he just does a monster length gap off a set of stairs and like clears the flat by like 50 feet just to let you okay. he's like he's like i've got no problem going yeah. mac 10 and just hucking myself
1: yeah yeah but there's yeah there are certain styles that i'm like yeah not for me, but whatever it is, what it is. I'm also at the point too where like skating, like I said, is more of like an outlet to just get escape real life. So I, I honestly, I don't even watch edits as of lately. I just browse Instagram. Whatever comes up in my feed comes up in my feed for the most part. You know what I mean? Okay. So I'm, I'm up current with the most recent skating things that have happened. I did watch, I think, uh, New Carlos's edits. So Those, but that's like my style of skating.
0: I was gonna say because there is the type of skating that you do enjoy. There are still various examples of that still happening.
1: Carlos is amazing. Like serious of the shit does is like i oh my god. Like all the true spin tricks on like steep down rails and hurricane topsol, like Gavin kinks and just disasters. I mean. The spot selection is just amazing. I mean, it lives in like Spain, right? Like Barcelona.
0: It's all, I think the majority of it's in Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, I wouldn't say the spot selection was amazing. I would say it's terrifying. Like he true spins steep chrome. Yeah. Kink rails that should not be true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I like. I I like seeing that. Like where you're like, wow, like if he missed that, he'd be screwed. Like that's, yeah. Really that stuff. Like,
0: Oh, so someone told me recently, and I don't know if it's true, but someone told me that they saw him in the airport when they were going back from Barcelona, and he's a baggage attendant. Like he's one of those like guys that takes the baggage from like the carousel onto the plane. And I'm like, that's quite like I would imagine that's quite like long manual labor, like working 10, 12 hour shifts, and then on his days off, just goes and absolutely destroys his body on the street. And I'm like, that that's you have to have a very different mind frame
1: yeah yeah that's a tough job my brother actually does that here in rhode island and he's had like wrist surgery after wrist surgery he's not a skater and he just like his body's pretty beat up from doing that
0: yeah one of my friends does it here and i'm like that's that's tough going but to do that and then be that type of skater like you must go into work and and yeah. see discomfort sometimes
1: yeah you have a bad day of skating you hurt your wrist and now you gotta lift up a 50 pound bag and throw it in an airplane a thousand times over that's a rough day
0: yeah um but yeah there's other examples that like skaters like sam crofts and michelle prado like there's there's people still doing the type oh, yeah. of skating that you like it's just not the predominant form anymore there's just a lot more variety and i, I
1: right. just
0: find it quite funny when people are like oh like skating's changing it's soft now and you're like there's loads of people still Like, doing that, it's just not everyone.
1: Yeah. I mean, Eugen's doing both at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing both technical, creative, and crazy all in one.
0: Um, Plus, it's like how that generation of skater that did all that stuff, like you did, you were one of the lucky ones that got away unscathed and can still skate. A lot of people from that generation are physically incapable of still skating
1: I, that is true so they're still like, Howard's still from the same era as me and he's still skating are you talking he's about talking-
0: Jeff, Jeff Howard yeah who's on his oh, third surgery of like the last what, five right. years
1: <laughs> Jeff used to always say how he never got injured or like whatever he never had any real injuries but that was like I haven't seen him in like 10 years but you're right he had wrist surgery I remember that recently and he's, i don't know if he said something else but i did see a podcast where he was like talking
0: about that yeah yeah oh yeah i've seen a video where he's like oh i've never broken a bone but then it turns out he had one of those like bone growths and he's like yeah from having so many injuries and he had to have I- his ankle done and now i'm pretty sure he's just broke his hand
1: Really? I don't know. That. I'm yeah. almost
0: certain he broke his hand this week because he, I'm sure he put something up on Instagram being like, oh, I am l- I got lucky. It was like, a, I don't know, clean break or something. But yeah, he's he's just came back from ankle surgery and now he's broke his hand.
1: Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen or talked to him since 2012, but I remember that was like, well, his skating is, he's done hammers and technical tricks. I say it's very similar. And yeah. he was like, when I was back in like 2012, I was like, I never even gotten hurt and been to the hospital before from skating. And at that point in time, I'm like, I've broken every bone and been to the hospital from skating. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, "You lucky fuck!"
0: I did not. I didn't realize you were one of those guys. I did, I didn't think you had you'd picked up many injuries over the years. I knew I knew that you had injuries that took you off skates, and like yeah. you know, took a while to heal. But I didn't realize they were like like broken bone, like A and E type um, injuries.
1: I had a bad year, like really bad year. I uh, start the year off, I think. I got I like smashed my head and got like fifteen stitches over my eye. Then I broke my right arm. Then I broke my left arm, and then I, I, ruptured my spleen. That was terrible. And I broke my left leg all in one year.
0: How how does someone rupture their spleen?
1: I you know, like I like belly flopped off of a handrail and just like sh- completely like internal bleeding. Like pretty much instantly, I knew there was something wrong because I was breathing in. I was like, like this kills every time I take a breath. And so I went to the doctors, and they're like, "You got to go to the hospital."
0: Okay, and and what was what was the outcome of that? How long did that take to recover from?
1: Only oh, like three or four months,
0: right? That like spleen, you know, I've broken quite a few things, but it's never hurt too bad. I've just you just know it's not right. But spleen, yeah. spleens a scary one. Spleen's like a life ender.
1: No, uh, actually, I think you don't even need your spleen. They are like contemplating taking it out. They're like, we could take it out, but we're just like wait and see how much blood you lose, and then we'll decide.
0: In, in, internal bleeding of the spleen. That that sounds yeah. to me like a, a critical injury.
1: I mean, I'm sure it could be, but yeah, it was it was close. I was in the ICU and stuff for days, actually.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. So, so it was pretty serious.
1: Yeah, it was. It was serious. Yeah, I had eight right. days in the hospital. Yeah.
0: um Is that is that the worst one, or has, has there been?
1: That was the worst one. But breaking my leg sucked. That was really bad too. Um, but and I remember coming back from like breaking my leg was almost like relearn how to skate because it was my left leg, which I do left leg dog tournament for skating. So that one sucked because I was I remember like filming kind grinds on rails was like on like a normal like ten stair rail was like a big deal at that point in time because I haven't I didn't do tricks for like six months at that point in time and I was just trying to like rework my ankle back into place and it hurt it hurt for a while. And I didn't do physical therapy or nothing like that. I was just a kid. I was like, an idiot. I was just like, yeah, hey, whatever. I'll be fine. And just go skate.
0: Right. So have there been any, like from those injuries, have there been any like residual ones that like trouble, you now? and you're, when you go out skating, you're like, oh, that's, that's catching up with me.
1: My left knee is probably in due for surgery at this point. Um, but it's not terrible. It's hit or miss if I wear a brace too, but it's like a, probably like a, I think it's a meniscus tear or something it's really easy surgery it's just like a flap that they cut off and it's like they're in and out and walking the same day like it's not a big deal my brother had it who's he still skates he's 43 and um he was fine it took him like a month to like really get back into skating i
0: mean you you hope that's what it is you hope they open you up and that's I, all that's all they need to do <laughs>
1: um well a lot of people had it i know like like maybe like four or five people have had that like all yeah. right so it seems it's typically like this i have the same symptoms like you know it's like top soles and bending down you're like oh okay getting this pain in my left knee it's not like terrible it's not at the point where i would get surgery yet once okay. it stops me and i will
0: right Um. so i'm curious i'm curious to know what you think of like skating like i don't know like the kind of direction that the kelso brothers have gone in when they've started doing like basement and doing those videos and stuff like that because obviously there was a time where you guys were skating very similar to each other, especially like you and Colin, like you and Colin very much skated the same kind of terrain. And then he like deviated off onto like a different path or like took it onto like a more like minimal approach or like going technical and smaller stuff. Like, what do you, what do you think of the kind of things that they're doing?
1: I think that's a route you, I think if you want to go to be not to say safer, but like, you know, just different and i think maybe you get sick of skating a certain way i haven't got sick of the way i've skated but i think maybe that's what happened to them and they just like went that route and i mean the shit they put out was pretty sick um especially i like to see sean sean just put out clips i think recently or someone just shared his clips recently and they're really sick uh like technical i remember remember when that first came out i used to always be like oh my god and hated on that shit forever when they first started skating like that
0: I was, yeah, I, I did think that might be the kind of thing that like would wind you up.
1: Oh, it did. I remember we still was. I used, to always, used to, I had a lot of beef with Colin and all them. So he told me he was going to direct an edit of me skating, but tell me what tricks to do. I remember that. I wish that actually went through. That would have been hilarious.
0: Why did you guys have a problem with each other? I don't
1: even know. Just because we skated different, probably.
0: Oh right, so it was just based on like you feeding back on their videos.
1: Um, I don't, I don't, it wasn't me that started it. That's for sure. It was definitely Colin. Um, but
0: right. Okay. I mean, um, they, do, they do like, they, they like an argument. Oh, you know, that, that that's no secret.
1: I mean, you heard from those guys and I like, since 2009 or whatever that was 10, 11, but, um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Um, I, I forget what it was about, but I, they were part of the vote me off of, usd or vote me down i'm pretty sure like sean and colin
0: i would have thought colin would have been long gone by then because sean stayed on for like years after colin quit
1: actually I don't, honestly i don't know who voted me off i could be totally wrong about that that was just what i was told i was voted off it, right. maybe it wasn't any of those guys i'm just talking shit about them like sorry if that's the case but um, I'd, I'd
0: love it i'd love it if like matthias was actually an evil genius and none of those there wasn't even a voting system matthias just went nah, I'm, I'm i'm done with you get off <laughs>
1: yeah yeah I don't know I, I, I actually don't know anything so I could be totally wrong
0: but yeah okay so we've mentioned what you're into and what you're not into what would you what would you like to see more of as like an aging rollerblader who like you know you said had knee injuries not as much time to dedicate to skating you know now that you're getting older what What would you like to see more of um
1: honestly just younger kids skating realistically we don't see that as much anymore like you don't go to this not too often you see younger kids especially younger kids like when we were younger kids we were there were a lot of really good younger kids and like there are out there they're definitely out there i locally don't see that here you know what i mean right and that just see just so there's a newer generation to come in i mean and i would appreciate if they skated like a little bit like we did back in the day but they don't have to i mean that would be cool to see but you don't see that too often anymore. You don't see any of it at all now. You know what I mean? Um, I, I, I love
0: that. Yeah, I love how you slid that in. Then skate how we skate. I, I'd I'd be happy just to see anyone skating whatever way they like. If i just saw more people on Blaze, that I think I'd be excited enough about that.
1: That's literally where we're at at this point. There's I haven't seen too many kids skating in this area, but a lot of people getting back into skating who used to skate is what's happening.
0: Yeah, that that creates I feel as if that creates a weird dynamic, especially people that disappeared for fifteen years and come back and go, Oh, it's different. And you're like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think was gonna happen? <laughs> like, did you think you're gonna come back and Feinberg and Shima were just gonna be still going hard <laughs> at it? Like, what?
1: Yeah. Demetrius doing the same shit basically though.
0: Well, Demetrius isn't an op enom- like a complete anomaly because he's one of these people that's had a comeback and the comebacks actually gone well like a lot of people from certain years of blading who try to come back and you know establish themselves it's really not gone well at all like perfect examples right. are Louis Zamora who came back and was skating with people like you know Brian Aragon and stuff like that and he was just completely out of his depth and then you had Josh Petty who came back and that's probably got to be the most disastrous comeback in the history of blading because he came back and just completely annihilated his legacy in the space of like a year um, with comments and really poor quality skating footage that just probably shouldn't have shown anyone
1: Did Petty actually skate or just you're saying bring this face back into the industry Uh,
0: no he he skated he put up clips of him doing like step like step on back torques on like curbs and like doing soul grinds on really small rail boxes and he just looked like a shell of his former self
1: Huh? i didn't see any of that that's weird yeah
0: they weren't good
1: huh i didn't see that yeah no um you know
0: and the whole time talking shit on current skaters when yeah. and a lot of them clapped back because Josiah Blee clapped back saying, "I can skate better than you, so maybe you should stop talking."
1: He can, yeah, but Josiah can skate better than most people.
0: He's insanely good, but Josh <laughs> didn't take that well because Josh has get too much pride, and there, there, yeah. there was a, there was a war of words and thre- threats were made.
1: Uh, yeah, I didn't know any, I didn't know about any of this, but um, I was gonna say who came back and did some sick clips recently was uh, Jeff Fredericks. Love his yes. Love his skating. True top horns. So sick.
0: Especially considering like he's a big, muscly guy now. Like yeah. y- you wouldn't think he would be that agile, but he still kind of, despite the fact that he's got this massive frame now, his style yeah. still seems very similar to how it was.
1: Yeah, he's really good. And it seems like he skates actually a, a decent amount, really. I, like look at his page from time to time. There's, some, there's like a handful of new clips.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um but and Demetrius George is a weird one because he came back and it feels like he's skating better and harder than he was when he was pro. Like I'm yeah. more, I'm vastly more impressed by his footage now than I was, you know, when he was in like what was it, FOR three or four or whatever? Like
1: Yeah, he's doing I, some hammers right now. Like he is like, throwing Yeah. It looks like he's beating the shit out of his body while doing it.
0: Yeah. He, he seems to sustain a lot of injuries but the comments he puts in his instagram thing are like it's kind of confusing because he'll be like oh i broke something and then like a few weeks later he's skating or he'll be like i dislocated my ankle and then two weeks later he's skating a drop rail and you're like either your body heals faster than you know like terminator or, or, or are you just guessing that this has happened it's, it's so confusing the, the stuff that he writes underneath the videos is weird
1: yeah, I, I actually haven't like read too in detail what I just see lips, I'm like, wow, that was crazy. And then like the falls he takes, I'm like, Jesus, that seems terrible.
0: Yeah. I also kinda wonder what his motivation is because it's not mon- it's not monetary. So it just clearly seems like he's just got this just hell-bent agenda thing that he wants and he said because he's got a job. Yeah. He's got a successful career. He knows there's no money in blaming. <laughs> so he's not he's yeah. not he's not chasing the money.
1: I think maybe he just thoroughly enjoys it and he missed that like spotlight that he had, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I talked to him pretty recently. He just he was just seeing how I was and just like basically saying how he wants to come out and like skate soon, he was that was about it. Like and he does right after he won that competition. he won Seattle Street Battle this weekend. Yeah. I mean I he was just talking about that and just like sending me his clips and like it was pretty he skated really good i'm like that's funny that you're like winning competitions now and like you've been out of the game forever
0: i'm i mean he he's hucking himself at the scariest things you possibly can so it's yeah. not really that surprising he's probably just willing to do stuff other people aren't
1: yeah he's doing like full capture top soils and whatnot full cap back, backslide true soul ridiculous steep steep like aluminum rail <laughs> i was like yeah. what the?" F-? yeah
0: yeah yeah some of the spots he's chosen recently are just like no no well actually yeah. you would probably be like yeah that looks quite appealing no, but, but...
1: Yeah. it's like wow what a perfect setup i'm like Damn i'm so jealous i don't live over there yeah.
0: so you're living on borrowed time because you're obviously going to be a father to a baby soon what's what's going on with the promo for this pro skate is it it's got to be near completion because if it isn't you're in trouble
1: um well i um i should have some free time regardless i took a little break from work um for the kid and my girl's going to continue to work when she's past like the maturity leave time period but um so i will have time to skate uh, um i have been just promoting like instagram clips for now because i don't have a legit filmer so that's mm-hmm. where sam comes are doing that this weekend and try to get like a little promo going um realistically we have no set plan on what actually happens what we get we get you know
0: i mean you know you can't you can't film a full section in your backyard skate park that's that's not allowed
1: oh no no i don't that backyard skate park is a curse because everyone just wants to skate here and it's impossible to get street clips
0: I mean, if you're gonna make a setup like that at your house, you've you've got to expect that as a consequence. I'm afraid. Like people are like, "Oh, great, it's it's uninterrupted. We can't get kicked out, and it's all ours." Yeah. Uh, funnily yeah. enough, funnily enough, people gravitate towards that kind of environment.
1: Yeah, I'm like, I just need to do this promo, and then we can skate here every day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that you could use it as a bargaining chip. You could be like, yeah. well, the sooner I, you know, if you help me get this done, we can yeah. get back. We can get back to my place." Yeah.
1: Yeah, but that's the plan this weekend. We're starting to shoot in some stuff, but I just want to have a legit filmer for that. That's why I haven't really started on that. But um, I've been just getting the clips I've been posting to like Instagram reels and stuff, which seems honestly like I don't see the value in a whole entire edit in this day and age, which is great. But like my last edit that I did got like 4,000 views. It didn't get very many views because like people are like, I don't know if it's this day and age, people don't want to click a link and actually download the video but like a reel gets like i mean anywhere from 10 to thirty thousand views in the matter of hours i think yeah. for a, promotion a company that's probably more valuable
0: true yeah because a lot yeah people are more into like instant gratification of i've also noticed on instagram that like a single clip always does better than like a minute's worth of footage even though a minute's worth of footage can take a lot longer and yeah. It's maybe even be more impressive to look at because you're like, oh, this guy's got like a whole stack of stuff. But if they just drip feed like single clips, it seems to generate a lot more interest. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's, it's, it seems weird. And I, if you, I don't know, look at like like Demetrius is like account, like he just like blows up over time and it's just posting these clips like ever so often. I think that's like the new like way of promoting realistically.
0: But to be fair, each of his clips are like a circus act. Like every every new trick is like, is yeah. he going to die?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so I, I really don't know. If, I'm hoping we get a full edit um, on top of promoting online is the goal. I know Trigger wants that for me. And that's what they want. So, okay. and the skate should be in pretty soon. So as soon as that's in and whatnot, we'll really focus on that.
0: Awesome. Well, yeah, looking forward to seeing them and yeah, congratulations again on the second skate. Hope it goes well. And yeah. Uh good luck with baby incoming. I'm sure it'll be I'm sure it'll be a, a wild ride because yeah, it is for everyone. I've never met anyone that's not like, Yes, this is the most insane experience in my life. Yeah. So um I've taken up loads of your time today. Thanks for taking the time to do it. And yeah, good luck. Hope it goes well.
1: Thank you, appreciate it. Hey, time man, speak soon. Um, have a good one. Bye. Listen, listen to me.